Welcome to the Everything Easy podcast. I am your host, Carla Ward, and today I'm going to tell you how a mistake led to today's podcast topic. I have been an early childhood educator for coming up on 17 years, and I have learned a lot about child development, how children learn, and how to communicate with children. In fact, I actually pride myself on building meaningful relationships and having strong communication with children, especially those in the early years. It took a lot of practice, learning from mentors, and studying, and this week, I forgot it all. Teaching is like riding a bicycle. You never truly forget, but you wobble a little bit when getting back in it. I have been out of the classroom for years now, and earlier this week, I had the awesome opportunity to work with a little boy one-on-one. Many of you know I have a tutoring business, and although tutoring is teaching, it is different from working in an in-person, play-based setting. The goals are different for the younger kids, but the communication is the same. Warm, supportive, and caring. During my time with this little boy, he had a meltdown. A big one. I kept my cool, maintained a calm and warm tone in my voice, but the words that came out of my mouth were not what I would consider supportive, although they were said with a supportive intent. I told the little boy that he was okay. And believe me when I say he was anything but okay. After my session was done, I really started to reflect on my saying, you're okay. When he obviously wasn't, and please know I'm not here to make anyone feel guilty, I'm bringing to light my reflection on this incident and how there are better things to say than you're okay, when clearly it's not the case. So first of all, why do I feel like it's not okay to say this? For one, when working with children, they are still learning to identify their emotions. And when we say things like, you're okay, we are labeling how they were feeling and incorrectly at that. Also, as an adult, imagine having a meltdown and someone tells you that you're okay. Um, hello? I am clearly not okay. I'm crying, my heart hurts, and I'm having a meltdown. This is not someone who is okay. This fits in the same category as someone telling me to relax or calm down. Yeah, no. These are not helpful. And yet we feel we can say this to children who are still learning to self-regulate and understand their feelings. The last reason why I feel you shouldn't be telling children they're okay, and I feel this had a lot more light on it since the pandemic started, is that we want children everybody actually, that it is okay to not be okay. I grew up in a time when you pushed those feelings down, pulled up your socks, and moved on because you didn't want anyone to see you cry. Listen, you don't want to be walking around the center bawling your eyes out in every room, but if you need that cry, then you cry. It is okay to not be okay and feel those feelings, and we need to help children learn that message too and understand those feelings. So here are five things to say instead of you're okay. Number one, I see that you are, and then insert, angry, sad, or I see that you are having some big feelings right now. This helps the child label their feelings, lets them know you see them, and if you know why they are upset, add it in. For example, I understand you're sad because you wanted to stay outside. The second thing you can say is, I'm here if you need me. Be present. 
If you know the child, you can also offer a hug or ask if they want to hold your hand. Sometimes children are upset because they need something they don't know how to ask for. Number three, how can I help? Now, only ask this question once and if the child is able to answer. I would recommend this for your older preschoolers and kindergartners. And like I said, only ask once. Sometimes they don't know the answer and you asking repeatedly is not going to help. Number four, you are safe. This reassures the child that they're safe. If you have ever worked with children who have come from home environments that were inconsistent or unstable, a reassurance of safety can go a very, very long way. This last one isn't actually something to say. It's the suggestion to say nothing and be close. Just be present. If you take someone's emotions and put them on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the calmest and 10 being what I call seeing red, you want to recognize where a child is sitting in the moment. If they're at a 7, you could probably talk with them, help them label their emotion and support them, and bring them to a 5 where they're able to regulate their emotions on their own. If a child is at an 8, 9, 10, the best thing to do is be close, keep them safe, and let them know that they are safe. Other than that, it is important to give them space. Have you ever lost your temper, like really lost your temper, or been so sad you are inconsolable? That's an 8, 9, 10. Reasoning does not currently have a place, and the best thing you can do is be present and be the calm, not the chaos the child needs in that moment. And telling the child they are okay is not going to help regulate them any faster. So next time a child is struggling to regulate their emotions, try helping them label their emotions, acknowledge how they're feeling, let them know you're here for them, ask how you can help, let them know they're safe, and if necessary, Be present, but quiet. I hope this helps you and your students on the early childhood journey. Bye for now.